Are you ready to take fashion to the next level? Are you ready for your eyewear to really talk and have a conversation with art? Are you ready to change the game? Are you ready to elevate your practice? Are you ready to elevate your apparel? Are you ready to elevate your mind? Friends and family, we're doing something a little different today. I'm hanging out with my friend, Charlene Nichols, and we're going to talk about how eyewear and art communicates but changes the game. So tap in. Let's go. This is a Defocus Media production. What's up, everyone? It's your favorite optometrist, Dr. Daryl Glover. And I'm Dr. Jennifer Lyerly, resident optometry nerd. And welcome to Defocus Media, optometry's number one podcast, where we discuss the hottest topics, latest technology, eyewear, practice management, and more. So sit back, relax, and defocus. What's up, what's up, everyone? It's your favorite optometrist, Dr. Daryl Glover. Today, I'm super excited because... You know, every time I get to hang out with this young lady, she's always doing something different, something unique, something that adds value to the eye care industry, but most importantly to the healthcare industry. And let's take it a step further because this time we're adding value to the entire world, my friends. Friends and family, it's my pleasure to welcome my friend, Charlene. How are you doing today, my friend? Thank you for saying that. Um you know, the biggest thing I've learned in this adventure, you've been following me a long time. You know that, you know, I've bridged, um, you know, the gap between opticians and optometrists and all yeah. the ECPs and then frame companies and lens companies and reps. And, you know, it's just been like we're all unified in some way to make the industry better. But when you invite the world in, oh, magic happens. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's just, oh, I'm like living my best life right now. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. And I mean, you truly are. And the thing that I love about you is that you're a game changer, right? You look at eye care completely different from anyone else, right? And again, I always like to say also healthcare, right? Because you look at it from, you know, that you're on Pluto, essentially, right? You're out, you're out there just yeah, really right. having that great overview and saying, hey, how can we change the game? How can we make things different? How can we connect, you know, all these creative minds out here to really add value to that person's life. And you do that day in and day out. So before we get started today, I'd, I'd like to kind of just kind of recap what's been cooking up in your world. If you don't mind maybe sharing a little bit about your background for those that may be unfamiliar with mm -hmm. you, and I don't know who would not be familiar with you, but uh, <laughs> maybe share a little bit about that and also what's been cooking up since we uh, hung out last. Well, thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> How do I even answer that in a short and pithy way? I'll start with this. I think we've spoken to almost every CEO, VP, head of marketing for every brand in the industry. Um, you know me, most of you through my vision show and optical near me, and some of you even before in my career working for, you know, OptiSource. And, you know, as you know, through my story, there became an Essler owned entity. And I got to see the industry through these brilliant new perspectives, getting to meet groups like Vision Source and, and Perk. And, you know, I've had a very diverse perspective of the industry, but talking to a couple hundred decision makers and leaders and founders in the industry really helps you to see the things through all these different lenses. And the interesting thing is, the challenges really aren't that different. Um, everybody's looking for a better way. They know it's out there. They really don't know what it is. They're afraid to get too creative because they just want to, they don't want to take it too far down a rabbit hole. And so right. I just decided to bring the rabbit hole to everyone, literally the Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole um, with the help of um, Trevor Williams. You asked what's, what's new. Um, I think that's what's really been a big difference 
Dr. Glover, um, meeting Trevor Williams. He's a newcomer to the industry. He went around in Vision Expo and meeting um, some of my friends that I introduced him to there. And um, it, you know, everybody just loves him. He's like got this fresh creative idea and he's meeting, you know, people like IC Berlin and you know, like all these companies, I'm not going to name them all, but they're like, wow, this is like a fresh new perspective. But this is somebody who's worked with Samsung and they've worked with Google yeah. and they've worked with big companies. They know how innovators drive an innovative path. And if anybody watches trade shows in general, you'll see that CES just happened. And during the consumer electronics show, there was a lot of eye care and eyewear brands there. I had like 10 different people I didn't even know were there sending me pictures and screenshots. These people at CES are probably like, who is Charlene Nichols? Because they're all like, I need to introduce you to these people. I'm like, you can't all introduce me to the same people. They're probably like, I, it's so cool. And some of the products that were there were like, eyewear that's haptic for people that are vision impaired and then eyewear that translates in like you know almost like you're watching a movie if yeah. you're um you know hearing impaired and eyewear is doing things now we could never imagine it would do and um i'm just i get to be on the front lines and you're all invited i guess that's the best way to sum it up yeah and i love it and i've been screaming this from the top of my lungs for years you know everybody was excited about these these watches right but I've been telling people for years, glasses will change the game when it comes to wearables, right? Uh -huh. Just the amount of things that we can do, the data that we can gain, how we can change lives. It's just unmatched what you can do with a pair of glasses. And the cool thing is we're just scratching the surface. We're just getting this party started. And it's it's an amazing thing that we have great minds like yours that's going to allow us to keep it within the eye care industry, right? Uh, go back to yes you're exactly right i'm glad you left with that but i want to go back to something you said yeah. i'll own being a game changer because i like to change the rules but i think what's changed the most with me and why i feel like i'm hitting more traction is because i've become more of a game connector so there's mm -hmm. a lot of game changers out there that are isolated because when you change the game it's not a very friendly and warm and inviting <laughs> disruptor game right Absolutely. Um, but, but I'm not a disruptor, really. I'm really a facilitator. My entire career has been about enablement, sales enablement, business enablement. You know, that's just how I look at things is how do I fill in these gaps? But I used to try to do it through innovating on my own. And that's a very long, hard road, especially if you're not really well funded. But what I found is there's a lot of resources out there that are misappropriated. <laughs> and if you can just put the right pegs in the right holes everybody's life becomes easier and they, and they're grateful for that. They're like, wait, I, you're going to, you're not just going to try to innovate, but you're going to take my innovation and you're going to put it somewhere where it actually works. Um, brilliant woman I met today, shout out to, I think it's our visual brain. Um, she's excited about coming because she's designed this game for vision therapy where kids can play games and it's very affordable for doctors to do this. And it's just, there's so many innovators out there and these are small companies they're not companies that are well-funded. You wouldn't even yeah. know about them if it wasn't for events like I Wear Art Walk. So it's yeah. so, oh my goodness. I'm, I thought that I knew everything in this industry four years ago. I thought I knew it a year ago. The, the way that the wearables world and the extended reality, virtual reality, augmented reality world is exploding is so profound that it is absolutely time to connect that emerging vision tech industry with our legacy industry that has centuries of knowledge. We're the keepers of that knowledge. And I'm so proud to bridge that gap.
I love that. And and I know you're bridging the gap with this amazing event that you have lined up, right? Eyewear Art Talk. Let's have a conversation about that. Number one, the name, incredible, right? Okay. It just It's just so explosive, so powerful. I'd love to you to maybe just kind of walk me through the concept of this and just, you know, what was the why behind it, essentially, right? I know we touched on a few things uh, not too long ago. Let's kind of break that down in a little more detail. And then I would love to also, mm-hmm. after we get through that, bring on some of your guests, right? Because you got a yes. lot of things coming <laughs> up. But kind of give me the why behind uh, this entire event, if you don't mind. It's so important that people understand this. So I Wear Art Walk is um, a brainchild of Stephen Fournier. Those who don't know Stephen Fournier, he is currently the owner of Casanova Eyewear. The founder of Casanova Eyewear, Roberto Camelli, who is very well beloved in the Italian eyewear sector. He's also involved with our event as a consigliere. <laughs> and he's been helping us to kind of really understand his legacy knowledge. He actually comes from a financial background. And um, for those that remember the days of Casanova, like the only way to buy Casanova would be to go to an expo. Otherwise, he would fly to you and you would do like a private. It was like a oh, very wow. exclusive way that you purchased it. Lady Gaga in her Wikipedia entry has Casanova Eyewear. And Casanova Eyewear is designed by Kingdom Eyewear, who's the frame for the vampires. Little kind of, you know, teaser there for what we're about to talk about. (laughs) But um, to answer your question, Stephen Fournier was a very early adopter of my vision show. Like when there was nothing there, it was just us. It was just us kind of fighting for a new platform. He was there. And at the end of the pandemic, um, him and a bunch of other frame companies said, look, we don't mind continuing to support you virtually, but please help us figure out something physically. And we weren't even like social distancing hadn't even been lifted yet. We were still six feet mandatory social distancing and masks. And we came up with this, we designed this concept where we talked to a couple of hotels that allowed us to come into their neighborhood. We worked with the um, Certified Opticians Association of Texas, shout out to Mustafa, to get the word out in Texas. And we did a tour of Texas and the reps reached out to their local accounts and the word got out and people came to this hotel and went shopping you know, room to room. And there was art in the hallways that was designed by opticians who were artists. And that's how our eyewear art walk was born. It was born to add a physical element to our virtual events. But then the pandemic kind of ended, trade shows came back and everybody went back to their normal way of doing things. And there was an opportunity recently to do something physical. And I had to come up with a concept. So I figured let's reinvent the eyewear art walk concept with everything that I've learned about the new consumer needs through the metaverse and everything. A lot of you know that I'm the founder of the optical metaverse that put me right in front of the consumer. And I was able to really hear what this Gen Z and millennial audience that is very elusive, what they what they love. I love this new generation. They're so like adventurous and they're they're like not afraid to try new things. And we really need to learn from them because there's so much opportunity out there. So to answer your question, it started with a simple idea of re- bringing back eyewear art walk in a way that provided the opportunities that a lot of these eyewear brands were missing and then opened up the conversation to the music industry, to the fashion industry, to the arts industry. And those industries were extremely open to this conversation. A lot of them were like, wait, I love eyewear. I didn't know that there was an opportunity here. I didn't learn until we got like a little in that we were the first ever eyewear festival in history. And Trevor is a brilliant event coordinator. So like our first event is the same weekend as Coachella. 
our last event is the same weekend as Art Basel. <laughs> We're already working with people that are part of South by Southwest. The world, in case you didn't know, is coming to Iwer Art Walk. They're so excited. Um, oh, man, our industry is getting so much credit for being cool and amazing and fun and innovative. We're like rebranding the optical industry in all the best ways. And, and I love that because, you know, as an optometrist, I'm in the clinic, I'm seeing patients and, um, you know, I see the gaps in our profession. Uh, number one, we're not as sexy as we used to be. Right. So we need more um, brand awareness. Right. And when you have events like I wear art, well, that changes the game for us. It brings more awareness of how cool eye care is. Right. Because there's the medical component. There's the retail component. We marry both of those worlds, but now we're going to infuse music. We're going to infuse entertainment. We're going to infuse art into it. And that just makes us 10 times cooler, right? So the brand awareness that you're creating with this event is truly unmatched. And I'm super excited uh, to see how it's going to play out and um, how far you're going to take this. Again, I know you're going to take it to the moon because when you put your hands or your mind to anything, it always comes out the right way. So super excited about it. Now, what I like to do is... Um, talk to you about your friend. You have an amazing young man that um, you uh, introduced me to by the name of uh, Danny Hamilton. And I want to bring him on the show. And I'd love for you to kind of, you know, give us a little bit of his background or introduction to him and tell him how he's playing a role in this um, eyewear art talk, if you don't mind. Yeah. So it's really an interesting story. Um, you know, I get to work with a lot of brands in the industry. And one of the brands I'm working with was designing a gaming lens and they needed someone to test it. So it's that simple. I said to Danny, I know that you are involved with a lot of gamers and, you know, you're very influential in the music and the, you know, that industry, um, you know, entertainment industry. Do you mind trying this product? And he, he, he got he signed up for the test, but then he came back to me a couple of days later and he told me something I did not know, which was that he was a, um, works with, and I don't know what your official title is partner with, um, young dirty bastard, Danny, but I found out that he was very involved <laughs> with one young dirty bastard of the Wu-Tang clan. And that YDB was starting to see this opportunity for eyewear all of a sudden, because like that's what you do when you're an artist, you, you merchandise and you take your name, um, to the next level and you find ways to like share your story through different channels and Danny, well, he can kind of take it from there. Hi, hi everybody. I'm happy to be here. Um, yeah, Charlene, I'm his manager and his brand uh, business partner. Sorry. So, um, I handle a lot of the, a lot of responsibilities with you know, his day to day. And, um, you know, we always been connected. So, it just, you know, the opportunity presented itself. I, I told you, I said, we were not looking in the eyeglass industry at all. It was like, we were looking, we had our, our to-do list. Like, okay, what do we want to accomplish? What do we want to do? We know we're doing music, we're doing TV, we're doing film, right? And when you presented the opportunity, I said, gaming glasses. I was like, wait, what? Like, and they, they look like normal glasses. I'm wearing them right now. And I'm like, they look like normal glasses. I'm like, that's crazy. You know, so I'm like, Let's try it, right? So once you gave them to me to try, I was like, I was blown away, you know? So that kind of, you know, really kind of sparked everything. And after that, um, the rest is history. I mean, once YDB got his hands on them and he's seen what they can do, and he was like blown away, like, hey, this might be the next thing. So happy yeah. for us to be connected with you to get that opportunity. And, and, well, and, and for those out there that, you know, may be a little lost in the sauce and confused, 
when we're talking about YDB, ODB was a part of Wu-Tang Clan, right? I'm a, a 80s baby, and I grew up Wu-Tang, right? And ODB uh, was one of my favorite rappers back in the day, along with Method Man, Ghostface Killer, <laughs> and all of them, right? So, you know, what we're talking about is ODB, Old Dirty Bastard's son, is, you know, partnering with Eyewear um, Art Talk, but also with an eyewear line, it sounds like, right? Um, and this is game-changing because... This is attracting, to Charlene's point earlier, a different demographic, a younger demographic. It's adding that cool factor, that wow factor. And that's what we need in eye care. But also, again, this is what the youth needs, right? We got to make sure they understand the importance of eye care. And the best way, the best stepping stone is by eyewear and um, also fashion, music, entertainment, things of that nature as well. Charlene, I didn't mean to cut you off. Far away. No, you didn't cut me off. Um, I'm glad you. I'm glad you explained um, for those that don't remember the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> um, and I think it's very interesting to see. This is a beautiful story. Like YDB is being embraced by the Wu Tang Clan because of their respect for ODB. Um, you know, YDB is kind of like a kid to them. I mean, his dad. He yeah. lost his dad when he was very young, and. I've gotten to know him. He's all oh, brilliant. Oh my goodness. Um, Danny and YDB and the whole crew there. I'm very proud to be able to open up the, the hip hop business vernacular <laughs> to, the, to the optical industry. Cause there's a lot that we can all learn from each other. But um, when Danny discovered he loved the lenses, it's not like there were glasses. They were just lenses. Um, and the, the company designing the lenses didn't have a product. They were just trying to test the technology. And when Danny said, I want to make glasses, he was able to choose a frame from a vendor that he liked because he wanted to go after Snoop Dogg <laughs> and get Snoop Dogg some glasses. So I said, oh, there's only one person I know <laughs> I can refer you to that has um, good enough frames for the dog. <laughs> and that was um, Casanova Kingdom Eye, where I trust Stephen Fournier. And I didn't want to be delivering products to somebody of that caliber that was just like, you know, some random frame. So I asked Stephen, you know, do you have something? And he did. And it fit the vampire's narrative that um, YDB and Danny came up with. So they were really able to just quickly design a product by taking the lens, partnering with a frame and just bringing it to market. And they really want to bring this product into local retailers. Like YDB sees it. Well, and you could talk to this point, Danny, but it seems like a lot of these independent artists are, going independent, they're trying yeah. new ways to market themselves and new new models. Mm -hmm. And there's this real understanding of the creators in the optical and optometry industry and an empathy and a compassion there that I just wasn't expecting. Obviously, I, I knew that people would see the business opportunity, but what I'm going to be crying like a baby starting in April till December. I won't stop crying. If you see me and my makeup's running and my face is <laughs> bloated and swollen, I don't even care. I'm going to cry it out because it is just beautiful to watch people fall in love with the industry, not even the money opportunity or the, the Danny, help me out here. Yeah, listen, I mean, I'm used to wearing, you know, other people's glasses all the time, you know, so you know, when my business partner and good friend of mine, you know, say, hey, he wants to get in the eye industry. I'm going to support him to the end, you know, so we didn't think it was possible. You know, Charlene made it where she kind of was able to explain it to me and YDB where we actually could do this. And I was like, wow, we can actually create our own eyeglass line. I was like, I, I never believed in a million years that 
I'll be wearing something that I can consider, you know, I'm part of, right? I mean, I've been wearing other people's glasses all the time, you know, sunglasses, eyeglasses. I used to wear eyeglasses as well. So when the opportunity came like this, I say, hey, we're going to go ahead and attack it and make sure we do the best we can with the opportunity. I love it. So let's let's talk a little bit about the name of the brand, right? And then also, I know, Charlene, you kept mentioning the lens technology. So maybe let's just kind of, you know, dive into that a little bit more, if you don't mind. Um, you know, where did the name come from? And if there's any other additional pieces of information about that lens technology, that'd be great. You know, that's just my inner optometrist coming out. <laughs> that way, my colleagues that are optometrists that are listening, that are clinicians, they know how to have that conversation with patients if they come in and say, hey, did you hear about YDB's line? Do you have that frame? Uh, where is it at? Or how can I access it? So if you don't mind maybe sharing a little bit behind that. So there's a lot of moving pieces there, and I want to share it in a way that doesn't that isn't distractive. Okay. Um, first of <laughs> all, um, when Danny uncovered that there was a need for lenses and and eyewear for his for his partner, and I saw the opportunity immediately, I wanted them involved with Eyewear Art Walk. I wanted them performing in all seven cities because I thought it would be great to get our industry to really pay attention to this event and understand that serious people are taking this seriously. So um, when um, when Danny took this opportunity, the first thing I did was pair him with a frame company that was already involved in Eyewear Art Walk. So it just makes se made sense for the product to be there. The lens technology, to answer your question, Dr. Glover, is provided by Color Boost, and they worked directly with... Um, a lot of different leaders in the industry to, first of all, um, let me just circle back a little bit. In March of last year, I hosted an event for a doctor that was looking to show that there was a need for children in vision development. And I uncovered that there was a big need for gamers to have just access to the industry. There was like this, yeah. I didn't even know that that was an opportunity. And there was a lens manufacturer who was supporting me at the time, design, you know, lens designer. Um, they do color, um, color resolution lens technology. So the whole purpose of these lenses made by Hue Lens is to optimize using artificial intelligence. It's very crazy. Like the, the technology is crazy. It's un- Believable. It's amazing. They work with very credible organizations, the military, um, spy. They're in many, many, many different brands um, across the world, but they hadn't attacked gaming. They're attacking pickleball right now, and they're doing a great job with that. And yeah. the lens for pickleball was designed specifically for pickleball. And if you know pickleball, you know that the balls are pink. A lot of older people, when their contrast sensitivity starts to go and the peripheral vision goes and the ball is very small and, you know, if it's dusk and it's flying through the sky, people are getting hit in the eyes and going blind. Yeah. I think Cameron Diaz recently. So they designed a lens that optimizes the pink ball and pickleball. That same color resolution technology was repurposed with artificial intelligence to make the gaming lens specifically for League of Legends and Fortnite. Now, when we hear about gaming lenses, we immediately think blue light, which this does. It does have a blue light filter, but that's not really the purpose of the lens. It's not a, really designed to be a, perfect, um, a protective lens, although it does have blue light. It's designed to be a performance boosting lens. And the yeah. interesting thing is that's a narrative that's much more resonant. People are much more passionate about boosting their performance than they oh, are yeah. about saving their vision. So, no um, and Danny's been speaking to, um, you know, esports teams. And I mean, he can tell you that the, the, 
what is the feedback you're getting from, because you have to remember something, okay? YDB is the man of the hour right now. He is getting seats at tables that many people can't get. And right. Danny's able to talk about this among all the other exciting things that YDB is doing. Danny, do you want to talk about that a little bit? How, how well, I mean, I, I, I definitely have um, shared some glasses with some people that, you know, said they, they had a real deal, you know? So I'm talking to some other events that uh, play a lot of, do a lot of gaming conferences as well about them wanting to get their hands on it as well, because, you know, like she said, with the technology, it allows for it to be a game changer, you know, and most people who play games, you know, I have a, a son that plays, you know, Fortnite, and, you know, he thinks he's a master, you know, at it, but, you know, <laughs> but he plays it really well, and uh, he's eight, you know, now making nine, and he has some glasses too, you know, so what I usually tell him is I say, hey, protect those eyes when you're playing the game, right? You're gonna play it for a long time, and I also tell him, hey, this might give you an advantage. So, you know, he ran them and I'm getting the thumbs up and getting good feedback. And the cool part about it is I'm getting him to keep the glasses on his eyes, right? Which is usually hard for a little kid. They don't want nothing on their face or nothing like that, right? 100%. But he's wearing them um, 100% of the time and, you know, he, he enjoys them. And, you know, his feedback is actually giving me a smile. So I know if I can get him that young, then eventually I can get the older generation, the older kids to want to wear them as well. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And, you know, I'm very familiar with this uh, lens technology. I actually went to a conference earlier or the latter part of last year, um, I care for them. And um, the, the, they had a representative there. And um, I recall the conversation talking about pickleball and how they were starting to approach the uh, gaming industry as well. And um, I'm so happy that we're, we're, we're putting our footprint into the gaming industry because it's a huge opportunity. And to your points earlier, everybody wants to perform at a higher level. Everybody wants to outperform the next person. And how can we do this? Well, you got this lens technology here, some pretty uh, cool frames as well that's gonna help take it to the next level. Now, Danny, I'm curious to know, those frames, are they pretty lightweight as well, my friend? Yeah, you know, these right here are real lightweight. I mean, I, like I said, I don't usually wear glasses all the time <laughs> in the house, but I'm finding myself wearing these, especially when I'm watching like TV now too. So I'll watch football and, you know, I'm, I feel like even when I'm watching football or basketball or whatever, I feel like they're enhancing the game for some reason. I'm like, why do the colors seem like they're popping out a lot more? But to answer your question, they are really light and um, I wear them all the time. No problems. I love it. I love it. Well, let, let's talk about this eyewear art talk a little bit more in regards to the cities that you're hitting up, right? Because we got all these amazing things. I know, um, you know, YDB is going to be there representing, doing this thing, no doubt about that. But for all those folks that want to see him, but also see this technology, but also experience this um, amazing journey and uh, uh, interaction that you're creating, uh, Charlene, you know, what cities are you hitting up? So we're hitting um, LA first. And what's really exciting about LA is Danny has a couple of really good partnerships there. One of them is with Frank Nitty, um, who works with Dr. Dre Studio and a lot of the whole Death, um, Death Row Records crew. And um, he has uh, Young Gritty, who's going to be performing, who just blew up because, you know, um, Snoop dropped one of his latest, you know, tracks that he did. What That was like just a clip, Danny, or was it? Uh, a yeah, studio session? Free, a freestyle. Um, it was um, rest in peace to Badass. It was a tribute to Badass from the LBC crew and um, one of Snoop Dogg's, you know, protégés. And he was able to, um, you know, 
rap a verse on there that went you know viral snoop dogg showed their love and um yeah it's amazing it's amazing for sure and um because in la we have so many just so many facilitators there we have a music facilitator nitty's bringing his whole crew he's writing an anthem right now um we have um the a lot of people in the fashion industry there. So that whole, we've got the Los Angeles, California Optometric Society through Dr. Rina Jacobin, Dr. Elizabeth Nace. I just got introduced to someone today who is a part of the um, number one ophthalmology clinic in LA that works with LeBron James. I mean, there's so much talent in LA. And then we have next um, Nashville, Denver. Then we have um, New York, Boston, Austin, and Miami. And there really is, um, I feel like I missed one. I'm sorry if I did, but there's really is a catalyst in every city and every city is starting to get its own little special something. Like we're talking about doing an optician's roast in New York with Barry Santini. He's creating and he's working with professional comedians to do this optician's roast. Um, oh, Dr. Wow. Vito Mena, who I know, you know, he's oh, yeah. running the performance vision pavilion so worldwide. <laughs> and, he, and, and that's where vampires is going to be in the performance vision pavilion. So, you know, I don't have the time to work with Danny directly to do this business development. Danny is taking the lead on the business development for vampires and working with labs and frame companies, a lot of them. He he had the opportunity with YDB to design a single frame and a single lens and call it vampires. And they decided that there's so many people out there that have different tastes and styles that they really wanted to be more of a licensing brand than a product. And I think it was very smart. It, it, it shows that, like, again, that knowledge in how music works. You can take a musician and you could brand them in a million ways. You could put them on a, on a soda can. You could put them yeah. on a hat. You could put them anywhere. Mm -hmm. So they really took their legacy knowledge of licensing and made this more of an opportunity. But then it lets them work with opticians and optometrists and use the YDB brand. Maybe YDB did a local show or a big show. I mean, he's on tour right now. We, well, you just finished tour with uh, Wu Tang Clan, and he's going to be um, what? What? Uh, where's that residency in Vegas, Danny? I said the Virgin Suites. So that's oh. actually February the ninth. Going to be um, a great great moment in history. Obviously, the first hip hop art, artist group to have such a feat, you know. And I think it's going to, you know, be a, a special time. And uh, yeah, we be excited about that. You know, the excitement just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I normally don't do concerts, but uh, when I heard about that residency, uh, my wife messaged me and she's like, you want to go to that, don't you? I was like, yeah, I can't lie. I might have to rock with that one for sure. Because it's just going to be a lot of great energy, right? Um, a lot of hits. Um, you know, a lot of people probably my age out there and younger, right? Because, you know, Wu-Tang, they've been around for a while, right? And um, they've been able to attract all age groups, you know? So um, I think you're going to see a big melting pot as the audience and you're just going to see people that uh, really love hip hop, you know, so I super agree. excited for it to kick off and to see where it's going to go as well. Yeah, no, I agree. I, and like what you said about the age group, you know, you never know, you know, like I said, my, my eight year old, you know, who Wu-Tang is, right. And I say, how do you know, how do you know throwing up the W and you know Wu-Tang? He say, oh, Fortnite, they're on Fortnite. You know, oh, they're on emote. Yeah. He's like, they're on emote. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so. There you go, you know, so eight-year-old, eight-year-olds know. So yeah, it's like you said, there's no age restriction there. <laughs> well, I'll hit you with another one, man. My uh, my son, he's six years old and he is big into Michael Jackson right now, oh, right? He had me watching, uh, I, I told him about a movie I watched when I was younger, uh, Moonwalker. 
right? Okay. We watched it as a family a couple Sundays back, and my wife was like, hell no, we can't watch that again, right? <laughs> when you were younger and watching it, it was a hell of a movie, right? But when you right. watch it when you're older, you're just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. You got to take him to the Broadway show immediately. You got to get him to our Broadway show, Dr. Glover. It was so good. He's dancing, he's spinning, you know, I love it. all that stuff, you know? So like, to your point, and it's the cool thing that's going to really help, you know, revive eye care is that, you know, uh, music is timeless, right? And um, it attracts people. It makes people feel good. It makes people feel great. And that's the same feeling they should have when they have a pair of glasses on, you know, whether it's a pair of vampires or a nice pair of contacts or whatever brand that it may be. And I love how you guys are really infusing those worlds together. It's going to help elevate this brand, help elevate our profession, and just make things so much easier for us as eye care professionals. Yeah, that's the that's the goal. The goal is to have something that people, you know, enjoy, and you know, something that also brings awareness. Because you know, if I can get my eight year old to actually play a video game with glasses on, I mean, then we actually doing something that's actually saving our eyes too at the same time. You know, so it it makes sense, you know, for us. Now, I know everyone's probably asking, you know, you got all these events, um, all these amazing artists are coming. Um, is this going to cost me a million dollars, right? <laughs> uh, I'd love for you to maybe talk about, you know, what the cost looks like to attend these things. Because, again, you're going to have, you know, CE, you're going to have doctors, opticians, you're going to have artists, you're going to have entertainers, musicians, going to have just normal folks that walk off the street that just want to be a part of this. What does that cost look like? We've worked really hard to maintain the cost to be accessible for everyone. Don't forget, these are regional events. So, I mean, when I go to a local event in New York, I live in New York, it costs me a couple thousand dollars easily. And that's without an airfare. Um, so the festival tickets are only a dollar because we want people to go in and spend their money on the products and, you know, the experience. Um, and this is, you know, everybody says, okay, well, how do you separate the consumer? Because there will be obviously the general public there from the expo experience that we're familiar with. There is a separate expo experience. It's going to be completely private for our industry. And that's where the CE and COPE will be. And Trevor and Trudy Ture and Dr. Pantario and Dr. Mena and Dr. Alleman and all the amazing people that they've been introducing us to, Lynn Lawrence. We've got some amazing educators doing some incredible things for the COPE and CE. And that ticket is $350. And then we actually have some vouchers out there with group discounts through Lakos, through, um, you know, there's plenty of group discounts out there. So if you have an organization, reach out to them. And if they don't have a group savings code, we're, we're doing a lot of group savings through organizations. It's a 15% savings. Um, we also have um, on the festival side, a concert ticket, which I think is 250. And then there's a visionaries ticket, which comes with the vampire's glasses. So it's, oh, nice. it's not um, unaffordable at all. I love it. I love it. Hey, I mean, that, that's that's music to my ears. I mean, anything that's going to you know be fun and exciting at a decent cost, sign me up, right? Um, super excited about the cities that you're going to be in, especially LA and even Nashville. I was just in Nashville not too long ago, and I was blown away. I mean, it was snowing, but I could tell it could turn up in that city. I was blown away by just the great energy, how nice the people were, and just um, the love for music, which makes sense. It's Nashville, right? But I'm um, super excited about the cities that you have laid out. So 
And a lot of people ask, why on earth, why on God's earth would you do seven cities on your first year? What is wrong with you? We know you're crazy, so that's okay. But like, this is even crazy for you. And the answer is simple. We didn't start out with seven cities. We started out with one. It was LA. We were tailing on with an event. An event offered us to come in and take a couple of booths out of their show if I came in to speak. And then we had so much interest from the industry that they we took over so much of their show that they were like, all right, let's, you know, let's split the show in half. And now it's Talk Now Walk, which is an emerging tech event. But, you know, I'm very vocal and I was in LinkedIn talking about this event in L.A. And all my friends that are a lot of them are um, members of Opticians Association or run these associations. And they said, look, can you come to my city? Can you come to my city? And I was like, all right, well, if you're going to help me, if you're going to step in and like Phoebe, right, you're going to introduce me to the vendors that normally support you and help me to build education that's good for your event, help me to get the word out in your community, fine, we'll help you. And so that's where this champions concept came in. And we have over 100 champions in all these cities that are advocates for the needs. And we we drew the line (laughs) at Miami. But one of the things we've learned is Most of these cities have huge emerging tech hubs. Some are brand new, like Nashville has an emerging tech hub, Denver, Austin, which a lot of people know. And if if you've been there for years as an eye care provider and you haven't really modernized your practice yet, this is an amazing opportunity for you to really meet this new technologically enriched community, understand their needs so you can really evolve your business in the right ways and not just take guesses. Oh, is this equipment going to be enticing? Are they going to want AI retinal scanning? Like, you know, you can see people interacting with these things in real time and make very intelligent business decisions. I don't, nobody's going to really understand that until it happens, Dr. Glover, but I feel like that's one of the biggest takeaways that people won't be expecting. Yeah, no. All right. Look, I love everything that you're saying. I appreciate all this great information. You know, the question I have for you is, do you sleep at night? Uh, because you got a lot moving, a lot shaking and all great things. And if I had all these exciting things going on, I don't know if I could sleep because I'll be super excited every day to see what's going to happen. Right. Um, you got the you got the the best of the best when it comes to the next generation of entertainers with uh, YDB. You got the best cities to actually host this event. You have some of the best in eye care when it comes to lecturing and doing CE. And you have uh, some of the best cutting edge technology when it comes to lens solutions, right? With this boost technology. Um, so that is a lot to be excited about. That's a lot to talk about. And um, I just want to thank you for allowing me to be a part of your journey and to be able to have this conversation, because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Charlene, we're going to look back maybe five, 10 years from now, and we're just going to just kind of chuckle and say, <laughs> that was the early stages. And we're going to look at where you're at then. And it's just going to be a game changer. The eye care industry needs you. And I just want you to continue to do the amazing work that you've been doing for all these years. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I really do. And, you know, I got to tell you, if I had any advice for anyone that's considering whether they should be a part of this, I don't care if you're a vendor. I don't care if you're an educator. I don't care if you're a, a doctor, an optician, a fashion designer. I don't care who you are. Um, you know, we're providing an environment that lets everyone showcase the best of who they are. And it's so unexpected. You know, even though I intentionally built this event and Trevor and Steven and everyone with us, because this isn't me alone now, um, built this event very intentionally, 
we had a conversation just today where I said to him, I said, have you ever seen anything like this before? And he's like, no, <laughs> I have never seen like, I mean, our partnerships that we haven't even announced yet are just incredible. The people getting behind this. We, we spoke with somebody that has a small little initiative in Florida where they teach blind kids to surf. Now wow. we're talking about how we get a surf machine <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the festival area outside so we could do this, bring this activation and show people how they're teaching blind kids to surf. I mean, you would never think of that, right? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yes. Wow. Well, hey, if anyone's going to bring innovation and technology to the arena, it's definitely you. Um, you know, for all those that are interested in, you know, attending these different events, what's the best way for them to sign up and, um, you know, get those tickets or get more information? Thank you for asking that. So very simple. I wear E-Y-E-W-E-A-R artwalk, A-R-T-W-A-L-K.com. Our team is very, very responsive. That's the biggest feedback we've had, even from the brand signing up, is that they can't believe they usually get a call in less than five minutes after, <laughs> after suggesting, um, requesting more information. And there's a chat there. And Trevor mans the chat. He's very fast. You can, if you don't, like, if you're like, hey, I don't really know, you know, which tickets to get or what to do, just ask for help. We're happy to help you. There's a newsletter there. I would definitely register for it because the, the one negative about this event is there's a lot of information, but that's because we've tailored every little experience in the event to fit specific people, but then there's like a mashup. So like maybe you came for the fashion, but you fell in love with the idea that there's this dry eye beauty section and you didn't even know that there were ways to eliminate the itchiness from your eyes. I mean, it's just it's going to be the outcomes of this event are going to be so many. I don't even know how to how to articulate it now, but I, we're going to have to come back in a year from now and we're going to have to do that, like kind of refocus and see, you know, what what really happened. I love it. I love it. And this has been fantastic. Thank you so much, Charlene, for tapping in. And thank you, Danny, for joining us earlier. And I'm super excited to um uh, hear about this and learn about this, but most importantly, see it come to fruition. Again, you're a game changer. Um, and the reason why you got all these people around you and helping you make this come to uh, fruition is because they believe in you. And um, I'm just super excited that we are going to have the opportunity to really see uh, music, fashion, vision care come together and be infused as one. So continue the great work. I encourage all my colleagues out there to check out the eyewear art uh, uh, walk and go to the website and sign up and learn more and get educated and make sure you tap in, especially near a uh, city near you. Thanks again so much. It's been fantastic to all my listeners out there. Stay healthy, stay positive, stay blessed. And until next time, peace. All right, colleagues. And it's a wrap. Thank you dearly for hanging out with the Defocus Media team. We hope truly something resonated with you. And if it did, be sure to give us five stars and make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, you named it. And our handle is at Defocus Media on all platforms. And until next time, be sure to keep it 2020 and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.